What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hey, welcome back to the show. Coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. He's Damon Benning, waving to Shane, not the camera. I'm Andrew Rogers. Why'd you wave to Shane? Just because... It's 845 and you're having a good time? I just want to make sure he was doing okay. Nah, I'm doing okay. We are... John Fanto, he well, went long, but man, was we, he good. Yep, and if you missed anything from that interview, make sure to check out the podcast. I know with our tight breaks on the radio, it may have cut you out, but it, it's really easy to go back and find. Go to H Varsity Radio on Twitter or go to your favorite podcast page, and that's Hail Varsity Radio, and you can catch the full interview with John Fanta. Uh, he's a encyclopedia when it comes to college basketball <laughs> and there's no telling if you could quiz that guy on something that he that he wouldn't get 100%. <laughs> He's a great storyteller too. Doesn't take himself too seriously. I I'm, I'm a big fan of guy. We'll get Where we got him when he was just getting started. Right. Right. Like and he was like this yeah, young that's what you were telling me. we were this he's this young energetic guy that used to post you know these uh uh, his his little interviews and snippets, and I'm like, you know what? I like him. I like him a lot. And you know who else you like? This guy right here. Joel Lorenzi. He's on the phone. Joel, good morning. What's happening? What's up, buddy? Now. Hey, so I, ju- I just got through. We were talking to John Fanta, and we were – I mean, he was just putting us super deep on kind of the growth and the mindset of Marquette and how – Shaka Smart had to kind of reinvest in his own guys, and he said it was just good old-fashioned player development and coaching hires. When I asked you three weeks ago and we weren't sure yet, let me ask you again this week. Right now, who do you think the best team in the Big East is? Oh, Marquette, no question. Okay. Holes won't reflect it. Obviously, Xavier had a good run for a while, but look at resume and, um, you know, Losses that Marquette has taken versus the losses that Xavier's taken. And uh, Marquette hasn't lost a game to DePaul, respectfully. Um, and they they look really good against the team. And obviously, both have um, tougher schedules to run away than Tracy. But Marquette, man, they're running teams down, man. Like in the half world, offense. It doesn't look like anybody can really stop them. Yeah. And um, they're not a bad thing either. They're, they're miles ahead of Davis in that front. I think, I think they're the favorite to win the big right now. Joel, you wrote a great piece yesterday about Trey Alexander, um, which is a story everybody should read. Go check it out at the Omaha World Herald as we speak to the Creighton Beat writer um, for the paper. The piece that you wrote about him was moving because based on his story and what he had to overcome, it's what a, a lot of athletes just in general have to overcome, okay. battling like, do I give this up or do I keep pushing forward? You know, how important is it for any player to keep a short memory during rough patches and gravitate to something that, you know, uh, may help them get away but also also lead them back? Yeah, very uh- I think especially during a season where uh, a team that and program that probably isn't used to expectations 
so grand. And then obviously falling off that cloud nine relatively soon. A losing streak that kind of came out of nowhere. You know, a big man that came to that. Uh, they faced a lot of adversity. Uh, no one had forecast. So it's always uh, good to keep going with uh, because college basketball more unpredictable in most sports, I would say. You still like with, with Trey, uh, you know, he had a slump there early in the season, especially when they had when the team was during a uh, losing streak. He had a game where, uh, you know, there there were cold tracks. Um, like you said, he's kept a, a short memory, and now he's he's had a stretch here in, in recent weeks where he's still it, man. And you look at the overall outlook of the season, you know, statistical outlook. You had an overall good season to pick it up when it when it matters. Joel, uh, the next four, three out of four are at home, but only one chance at a quad one win. Craig currently sits one and five versus the quad one. How important is it? With you know Max' skill set in terms of getting guys to to dial in, that you don't try to get too big picture because what they can afford is a slip up here with three of these next four at home. Like I said, and a very favorable schedule. Yeah, and they they uh they understand how important it is. Like we asked uh, Baylor Shireman before Butler. I Probably even before Providence, I think, you know, if they felt, you know, extra weight with every game, now that all you know, the big road opportunities, yeah, every, every game matters more now. And um, so I think they understand that the gravity behind it all. And, um, they won't acknowledge it, but, you know, the rest of the way is on them because the positive games they have, to, you know, bolster their resume. Are at home, you know. They get David return. They get the top return. They get the Marquette return. They got chances to defend home court against teams that are really, really good. Probably, you know, back the retro stretch, They probably didn't envision having a chance to knock off a team as good Marquette because Marquette was picked ninth in the preseason polls. Like this is an opportunity. Probably didn't think they'd have. So the opportunities are there, and they understand. The weight of each game playing on them. And speaking of the next game in particular against St. John's, this is a team that got off to a roaring start and then ended up trickling down once conference play had started. But that's not to say that they can't beat any team on any given night. Soriano has looked fantastic, probably one of the more improved players in the conference and even for that team. You have the DePaul transfer and David Jones. You have Curbelo, Alexander. I mean, a very veteran group. Um, but as, as Creighton comes in, preparing for this game how is coach Mack delivering um to his team not to take this st john's team lightly yeah um they know the intensity st. John's brings uh they know the weight that st john's carries with with their own games um i think st john's expected to be where seton hall is you know a team that could maybe beat any team or any given night on the best days and not saying St. John's can't, but for Sheeton Hall it's afforded them, you know, a win over UConn most recently and, you know, 
lifted them into bubble talk uh, to some bracketology. So I think that's where St. John's expected to be. So they wait with every game they play to. They want to see where Sheeton Hall is at the very least. And Mike Anderson uh, entered the season. So there's weight all around that program to get a win like this. And I think teams around the conference uh, know, you know how good Creighton really is despite uh, the record due to starting to schedule. So uh, Creighton's not taking any the rest of the way. And they know uh, defensive intensity from St. John's, some of the talent they have. Um, and you know that St. John's, a team like St. John's, probably best to peak around this time or over the next month, really. Joel, let me get you air out on this. Who's closer to what their record really is in the Big East, Providence or UConn? Mm. I, I think uh, I've been saying this while, while UConn's been – been on a losing streak. No, I probably because I, I don't. Th- I'm not out on UConn. Uh, obviously, they've looked rough during the stretch, and I don't think they were ever really the number one team in the country. Um, but I, I don't think they're as bad as the recent stretch will show. I think they've got their flaws, um, but most of these teams do. And I mean, Creighton's flaws have been out there for some time now. Um, they've been working their way around them. I don't think UConn's found their way around yet. Enjoy so much early season success. So, um, I, I, I like to say, probably, I'll get problems from credit and I'll expect you know, UConn to play. Joel, we appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much. Uh, we'll talk again next week. All right, guys. Talk to you all soon. See you, buddy. And as Joel drives out, I want to drive out on this point, too, and tell you about Dingman's. They've been in the business for over 25 years in Omaha, family owned, family run local business. They're, they invest in the, the latest technology to stay up to date with the ever-evolving technology of what cars are today. One of my favorite things that uh, they have, which isn't a, a crash or a tire squeal, um, is their give-back program where they have the customer uh, decide what charity Dingman's is going to give uh, a donation too. I mean, I just think that that is a tremendous effort that they do over there. Uh, four locations through the metro area, along with uh, the standalone mechanical shop at 120th and Maple. If you have something wrong with your with your car, if you're looking to upgrade your car, or you know you get in a car crash, you head over to Dingman's. They'll hook you up. Go to Dingman's.com for an estimate today. How about that? Dabby out on that. <laughs> I, like, I, I like Dab. You know the funny thing about as we kind of ramp up for this, and Nebraska, we talked yesterday real quick about the day off and, and Northwestern and maybe them needing some rest to get some of their other guys ready to go. Level of surprise that Northwestern was able to hold off Wisconsin after not playing for so long. Do you, you know they I were, couldn't they, believe they, Wisconsin. They were favored. I couldn't believe Wisconsin was. lost that game, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, I thought Wisconsin was the better team coming in. They were in better position. Is it weird? Because I think Northwestern is pretty good. They are a good team. They And I'm not going to knock them, but just based on everything that they were carrying going into that game, I felt like that was a huge weight on their shoulders, and Wisconsin should have been able to close that down. They could not put free throws in, and they shot horrifically from yeah, the field. Same, same thing that almost cost Virginia Tech mm-hmm. last night. We'll continue conversation on Morning Dump. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk again tomorrow on Coffee and Cream.